0: Hello friends! Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. If you are new to this podcast, I am a productivity strategist for multi-passionate creatives at SaganMorrow.com. I help people manage their time and energy effectively through customized, actionable strategies that work for your unique life and business. When I'm not teaching about productivity to solopreneurs, I spend my time writing romance novels and occasionally business books. And that is what this podcast is all about, the adventures of the author life. Now let's get into this episode of the Indie Author Weekly Podcast. Today is kind of exciting because this podcast is officially one year old. How lovely is that? As a result, I want to share with you some backstory as to how I started this podcast and also direct you to the top five most popular episodes here on Indie Author Weekly, as well as my personal favorite five episodes from this past year. Since I'm in a celebratory mood, I also want to spread the love. So here's what I'm going to do. I am going to gift you the e-version of one of my books, either one of my romance novels or one of my business books, for the first five people who leave a review on Apple Podcasts of at least 50 words. After you publish your review of this podcast, take a screenshot of it and email me hello at saganmorrow.com so I know who you are. At that point, you can let me know which book of mine you want to receive a gift of, and I will send it to you. There's no time limit on this. It's just the first five people. So get to it. I can't wait to read your review of this Indie Author Weekly podcast on Apple Podcasts, and then to email you the book of your choice as a thank you gift. And you can visit saganmorrow.com slash books to choose which book you want to receive. Okay, now let's dive into how this podcast got started. So when I first began writing my Polyamorous Passion series in summer 2018, it was a big learning curve. I had written fiction many times over the years, but I hadn't done it recently, so I was a little bit rusty. And it was years and years since I had last taken any kind of creative writing class or training. This was also my first time publishing a work of fiction, even though I had already published a couple of business books, so there were a lot of different nuances that I had to work through. And I knew that the first romance novel, A Choice Between Two, was the beginning of a nine-part series, so I wanted to somehow stay in touch with my readers in between books. I started out with writing a weekly newsletter to them, sharing a little bit about the characters and that kind of thing. But it was funny. It felt like, I don't know, self-indulgent. I know it is super common for a lot of authors to have Facebook fan groups for their novels and all kinds of things like that. And I think that is absolutely fantastic. I have no problems with that. I love when authors do that. But when I found myself in that position, I don't know, maybe it was some imposter syndrome going on. At any rate, I definitely felt quite a bit of resistance to constantly talking about my stories in those newsletters, even though that was the entire point of the newsletter. So, sidebar, this just goes to show that even those of us who have had businesses for literally over a decade still deal with confidence issues and imposter syndrome. Yikes. Anyway, the way that I dealt with that was to, well, not deal with it instead i pivoted my newsletter i began talking much more about the process of writing my novels rather than focusing so much on my stories themselves i know it completely defeats the initial purpose of the newsletter whoops maybe at some point i will get back into doing that kind of thing i would like to talk more about my stories so you know it's it's a work in progress But it also felt much more comfortable for me at the time to pivot and talk about the process of writing. It's kind of how I do everything in my business. I run a very transparent business where I share a lot of behind the scenes and my processes and systems for how I do things. So being able to do that for the novels as well felt really good. And what I found was as I was doing this, my newsletters to my readers were getting longer and longer. It wasn't too long before I decided that it would be fun to share my updates as audio recordings rather than written emails. I figured, you know, people might not want to read a super long email, but they might really enjoy listening to a 10-minute audio recording. I did that for three months, sending these weekly audio recordings to my list before my friend Alana, who you've probably heard me talk about here on the podcast before. She always has fantastic questions and perspectives to offer. Anyway, my friend Alana said to me, Sagan, you should turn these audio recordings into a real podcast. And I immediately said, no, 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 that's that's way too hard. I don't want to deal with the tech stuff. (laughs) Well, I thought about it for maybe two days. And then I actually looked into it, and I realized that podcasting, while time and energy intensive, it's not actually that complicated to do. The tech part is actually really straightforward. So when I realized that, I pretty much immediately transformed those audio recordings into the public podcast of Indie Author Weekly as it is today, and that was that. So I think it's the first 13 podcasts. Or 12 or 13 episodes that were audio recordings, and then from there I turned them into this podcast as it is today. So there's your backstory, a little bit of a background to how this podcast came about. Now, let's get into the five most popular episodes from this first year of podcasting. These are the episodes that you have been enjoying the most here on Indie Author Weekly. The absolute most popular episode, the most listened to episode, is the introductory episode, episode zero, but that seems pretty obvious, right? When we're finding new podcasts, we often like to check out that very first episode to learn a little bit about it, so I'm not really including that one as one of the most popular episodes for our purposes today. So besides that, episode zero, which introduces the podcast to you, um... Out of the 52 episodes that I have released so far, here are the top 5 most popular episodes to date. The number 5 spot goes to episode 6, How do you advertise books when you self-publish? This doesn't surprise me too much, (laughs) and I wish, I really wish, that I could help you all so much more with this topic. But it is something that to this day, I continue to struggle with. The selling aspect is something I've never gotten really good at with my business in general. In fact, I have e-courses for freelancers based around my entire philosophy around building relationships with prospects so that it doesn't have to ever really feel like you're selling. Because the selling part doesn't really come naturally to me, to me, so I've had to explore other ways to market my business so that I can actually, you know, make sales and make a profit. So you can check out those courses at saganmorrow.com school. There is a pitching clients 101 e course, as well as a keep your clients e course. So the, those are both based around the the concepts around relationship building, um, and kind of taking the you know sales aspect out of the equation. And you know I have actually always found freelancing to be the easiest type of business when it comes to marketing and sales. Because so much of it is focused on connecting with people in real life. Um, And I've always built my freelance relationships around longer-term projects. So that is a very different type of selling than with books, for example. Anyway, that episode, episode 6, is still a really great resource um, when it comes to the book advertising ideas. Um, it does share some of the experiments that I've done with advertising my books. Um, so I definitely do recommend that you, you know, still still look into it. Um, and I should probably do a follow-up episode for it. So that's that's going to be coming down the pipeline. The fourth most Popular episode here on Indie Author Weekly is episode one, where I shared why I have chosen to self publish books. I'm not sure if that episode is so popular because it's a behind the scenes story, or if it's because it's just one of the very first episodes I ever did. So you tell me, I'm curious about that. Number three on the list is episode 15 which features 10 tips for how to edit your own work. I'm really happy that this is one of the most popular episodes because it is a super important topic for self-published authors. I feel very passionate that anyone who wants to should be able to become an author and that it shouldn't just be an option for privileged people who can afford to hire an editor. Editors 100% deserve to be paid really well, but that's also not feasible for a lot of self-published authors. So the idea behind this episode was to help you out with your self-editing work. And I also do have experience as a professional editor, so this is a great episode for you to listen to, um, episode 15. The tips are also very accessible for all writing levels. Um, And even if you do hire an editor for your book, which is fantastic as well, even if you do that, you should still be editing your own work along the way. Um, That's actually going to also help you become a stronger writer and all of those different things. So regardless of whether or not you can afford an editor, you should absolutely listen to episode 15 for those tips on how to edit your own work. The second most popular episode here on Indie Author Weekly is episode 47, How Four Different Authors Outline Their Books. I love that. That makes me so happy that you are all curious about these other incredible authors and their book writing processes. They have some fantastic insights for you. So I'm probably going to have to do another another episode um, featuring roundup tips from other authors. You know, clearly you enjoy that kind of thing, so I will definitely have to do that. Okay, the number one spot goes to episode 3, which is all about how to get started with outlining and writing a new book. (laughs) So you're all very interested in the book outlining process. Now, this episode, episode 3, is a fairly basic, quick overview of the outlining and writing process. So if you are curious to learn more about that topic, then I would actually recommend a much more recent episode about it, Uh, episode 52, shares my five-step process for how I am outlining and writing my upcoming romantic comedy. So that's a nice little behind-the-scenes look that you can actually apply to your own book as well. Okay, so those are the top five most popular episodes among our Indie Author Weekly listeners, but I also want to share with you my own top five favorite episodes from this past year. After all, There are some really great gems of episodes that sometimes don't get as much love just because of the algorithms um, or the way that you know i've framed the title that kind of thing so consider this my sort of my top five recommendations for episodes that you should probably listen to from this first year of doing the podcast so my fifth favorite is episode 51. Frequently Asked Questions to the Background of my Polyamorous Passion series. I really enjoyed the opportunity to share more about my background on this, and I ended up doing this episode because a friend of mine was telling me that he discovered my podcast by accident, and he told me how he was much more interested in hearing about my books themselves rather than the writing process in general. So I figured it was about time that I did a podcast episode all about my novels, This was also a good reminder for me that I didn't really have any particular episode dedicated to the background of the series, so it is a wonderful episode for you to listen to if you want much more meaningful context to those other episodes here on the podcast, um, those other episodes where I actually talk about my books themselves. And you know, it's kind of funny that I would get that kind of feedback because that does come back to the entire purpose, as I mentioned earlier, of... um, of the podcast, of the audio recordings that I started out with doing with this podcast, where it was supposed to be about my my books themselves, or or the initial newsletter that I had um, for my books. So I think you know this is a good reminder for me, um, and I think all authors, you know, when we have when we have our books, it, again, it can feel sometimes self indulgent to like be sharing a lot about the characters and and our stories themselves. But the thing is that people actually want to know that information. People are reading our books because they love our books they they enjoy the characters they enjoy the storylines um, so that's just a that's just an interesting sort of reinforcement or a good reminder that you know this stuff does matter and it's interesting to people. Um, I mean, of course, you know why why are people reading our books unless they enjoy them <laughs> it's it's sometimes it it is again it's interesting uh how much, you know, confidence and insecurities and all those kinds of things play into it. I don't know. It's, it's quite fascinating. Anyway, that's a, that's a total sidebar. So getting back to my favorite episodes here on on the Indie Author Weekly podcast, my fourth favorite episode is episode 14, understanding your strengths and weaknesses as an author. Now, if you've attended any of my business programs, then you will know how totally vital, I consider this step to be. When we know our personal strengths and weaknesses, we can then address them, and then we can learn to work with or around them. And that's pretty cool. So this is a very important episode to listen to. I highly recommend it. Also, if you want a lot more resources on how to discover your strengths and weaknesses, either in your personal life or your professional life, and also how you can really work with them and around them, then you will love my Productivity Powerhouse course. I have a whole lesson and worksheet on the topic, so I dive really deep into this. So you can check that out at saganworocom powerhouse. The number three spot for my favorite episodes here on Indie Author Weekly goes to episode 44, how to use mind mapping to write a book. Mind mapping is another topic that I discuss inside my Productivity Powerhouse uh, e and it was so refreshing and fun to use this technique for my book. I really like this method as a very enjoyable tool a nice method of gamification for having a wonderful at a glance visual of your novel it helps so much with the overwhelm especially if you find it difficult to focus on your book I even have real life examples and photos of my own uh, mind map for book 7 on the secret version of of the podcast, the secret version of episode forty-four, so you can access that to actually see like a real-life look at my personal book mind map um, at saganmorrow dot slash secret podcast. My second favorite episode so far is episode fifty. What made me start writing polyamorous passions, and this is kind of my polyamory background. This is another episode that I decided to record after that same friend mentioned to me that he was curious about this aspect of things. I personally don't have that many opportunities to share a bunch about my polyamory lifestyle, so I loved being able to lay it all out in this episode, and I think that you'll enjoy it too. And the number one spot for my favorite episodes here on Indie Author Weekly is episode 34. How to practice self-discipline as a writer. Okay, if you ever find yourself thinking, oh, I'm not in the mood to write, or if you struggle a lot to stay focused and really put pen to paper, then this is 100% the episode for you. I share 10 really practical tips that you can implement to get over those difficulties and make real progress with your book. It's an episode that I personally often revisit to stay grounded when I find myself struggling to write, so I think that you will also get a real kick out of it. Okay, there you have it. That is some background on how this Indie Author Weekly podcast got started, plus the five most popular episodes to date, and my personal top five favorite episodes. Thank you so, so, so much for listening to Indie Author Weekly over this past year. I really love being able to share this this author journey with you, and it just means a lot to have you here along with me for the ride. So here's to many more years ahead on the writing and podcasting journey. While you're along for the ride, don't forget to review Indie Author Weekly on Apple Podcasts. As I mentioned earlier, the first five people to post a review of 50 words or more will receive a free e-copy of one of my books. Just screenshot your review after you post it and email it to me, hello at saganmorrow.com, and then I will send you any of my books of your choice as a thank you gift. You can choose from any of the books listed on my website at slash books. I can't wait to see your review of this podcast. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on all of this. What episodes have you enjoyed the most here on Indie Author Weekly? Do your favorites overlap with any of the episodes that I mentioned today, or do you have other favorites? Connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at SaganLives to chat about it, and you can send me a message on either of those platforms if you have requests for future episode topics too. The more that you tell me what you would like to see more of on this podcast, the better I can accommodate that. You can also submit your questions or topic ideas anonymously at saganmoro.com slash question. By the way, you can access complete word-for-word transcripts of this episode and all past episodes plus sample chapters of my books and a few other bonuses and goodies on the secret version of this podcast. Get access to all of that at siganmoro.com slash secret podcast. Thanks so much for tuning into the Indie Author Weekly Podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.